Oh, what? Where? Where the? Where? Where am I? What? What's going on? Why is there just bright lights and why am I wrapped up in plastic wrap? Look at the pictures, Ron. Look what you've done to those ferrets, you son of a bitch. Who? Who? Who is that? Oh, hey, it's hey, Ron. It's me. It's Dan. Oh, hey. What you? Yeah, what you been up to? Well, for a minute ago, I was free and drinking some beers and watching an old TV show I used to watch when I was uh, in high school. Oh, what show? What show was that by chance? It's Breaking Bad. Oh, well, that sucks. That show's horrible. Have you ever seen the uh, show Dexter by chance? I, th I think so. That's the one with the little German kid in the laboratory. Yeah, close. But uh, I conveniently have all uh, eight seasons right here on DVD. You, do you care to watch them and talk about them? Cool. I would love to spend 160 hours talking about Dexter with you. I. But before we do, I just have one question. Go ahead. Why am I naked? Oh. Uh, that is a very good question. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to f watch Dexter's seasons one through eight to find out. Just, just don't feel comfortable without having an answer to this before we start doing this, but... Okay. Blood. It's a glass half full of blood. Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast. I am Ronnie, and join with me this week is Hobo Dan. Hi, Hobo Dan. Hi, Ron. Thanks for having me once again, and I'm very happy Shane's not here. I was just about to say... It's going to be nice to have a co-host who actually does preparation and gets ready for a podcast, watches the, the film, or in this case, TV show, so that we actually have things to talk about. I'll get you, bitch! Yeah, uh, but I appreciate that, but also lower your expectations. It's me again. So, I guess a little origin here. Um, we're here to talk about seasons one through eight of Dexter. Yeah, I think uh, I think I could speak for you, Ron, or the, for the both of us, for that matter. You and I both love this show very much. I guess a little origin. I watched this in high school, back when Netflix first started streaming. Like, I guess most people should know this. Netflix used to just send out DVDs in the mail. And they did their own streaming service, and now they own the world. But Dex they put Dexter Season 1 on Netflix, and I just watched it like my senior year of high school. And then they did two, and then I almost didn't graduate high school because I didn't pay attention to oh my, my finals because I was Jesus. watching Dexter. So I was like binging Dexter and was not studying at all for my high school finals. No, high school's a joke. Dexter's more important. So it worked out fine, I think. Yeah. And and then uh, we never had Showtime, so then I kind of waited forever for it to come on Netflix. And then eventually Netflix stopped showing them, so then I just ended up buying all the seasons of Dexter on DVD and watching them like, I don't know, six months late. So then, yeah. you know, I'd hear word of mouth what was going on, but I wouldn't know what's happening. But now they're all streaming for free. So fuck me. Yeah, uh, I as well watched them all on DVD. I eventually collected them at Best Buy at some point, slowly but surely. And yeah, well, I guess you and I both wasted probably about 250 bucks where we could just wait and binge it for free or quote unquote for free at some point. $250 and 500 hours. Uh, those 500 hours were well worth it. Not the second time around for some seasons, but we can get to that later, of course. Yes, yeah, so when we heard they were going to do a season 9 of Dexter, I was both excited and extremely apprehensive, and which we'll get to why, I'm sure, later. Yes, for sure. So then, 
I was like, damn, let's talk about Dexter. And he's like, yeah, maybe you told me to do it. I don't know. One of us told uh, the idea of doing it. And we were both like, yes, yeah. let's do that. So Dan did his due diligence and watched all the seasons. I watched a few of the seasons, took some notes, and we're going to rank our favorite seasons of Dexter. We're going to go through all eight seasons and rank them in like our skill of one to eight of our favorite versus our least favorite. Talk about some couple questions we have. Give some general kind of thoughts and feelings, and then we'll end it off with some season nine predictions. Yes, and uh, watch quote unquote. I watched this when it was slow at like work, or when it was slowed down by under the bridge, and but I watched <laughs> most of it. Yeah, so most of it. So I think I'm a little bit more familiar than you, Ron. But I'll try to fill in some stuff that you don't remember correctly or like that. But it's it's eight seasons. It's hard to get through all of them and not be hundred percent focused. Yeah, it really is. Um, but we'll get into this. Um, uh, we're going to spoil it, obviously. We're going to spoil everything, talk about spoilers. So you've probably seen this one, but um, we're huge fans and we're going to get into yes. some nitty gritty stuff. And like, if you've never seen Dexter, then don't listen to this. Like, fuck off. Go watch them yourself. But we're just going to kind of dive into things that we want to talk about specifically and not hit everything because we don't have time for that shit. So. Yeah, this isn't the this isn't the Gerald podcast where we talk about what you want to talk about. This is the Wasted Potential podcast, so fuck off if you haven't watched it. We're wasting our time. Okay, let's do this. Um, let's go with season number one. Let's, let's start each season with with the. Oh, let's start each one with you giving a little synopsis of the season then. All right, this is the Dan synopsis. It's not going to be very detailed, as if you're longtime listeners, uh, you can know that for a fact. <laughs> it's either um, going to be not too detailed or way too detailed in real <laughs> <laughs> Or I forget about most of it, and I go, wait, 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 no, no, no. Wait, the other bitch went like this. Yeah, so. We don't know what we're talking about. Listen to our Mandalorian podcast, where Dan gives the best synopsis of the last episode of season two. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and just play the uh, Kirby Enthusiasm uh, song <laughs> over the whole thing. But anyways, yeah, so season one, we are introduced to Dexter Morgan. Uh, simple, quickly about him, basically, he's a blood, blood spatter analyst for Miami Metro. Um, he's also a serial killer that, like, is the basically the epitome of an anti-hero. He only, he's a serial killer, but also he only kills people that are bad, that harm other people, that are killers that got away with it, etc., etc. And we're introduced to his sister, Deb, who's a... Uh, who's also a police officer. We all intro- introduced to the side characters from Miami Metro as well. Um, basically, every season kind of goes by like there's a serial killer and he has to hunt, he has to figure out who it is. But in this season, it is the ice truck killer. And it turns out, and it's very, again, we're, we're going to go very quickly in this one. It turns out it's Dexter's brother, long last brother, that uh, Dexter was adopted, and he's also a serial killer. So it's brother and brother serial killers. They hunt for him, and in the end, Dexter kills him dramatically, which is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series, is that last episode. Hey. You're going to collect a little sample of Barney's blood for your slide collection? You're not a trophy. So yeah, and also he dates Deb and they have sex. So Deb <laughs> uh, starts off her uh, her first of many, oh no, a couple serial killers that are 
for former ex-lovers? No? Yes? I'm trying to think. Um, just the the say the least. Deb picks the wrong person to love every single season. It's like a check mark per season. But anyways, but uh, maybe an exception to season two for Dexter. But um, yes, yeah, so that's the synopsis for season one. It's ironic that Miami Metro couldn't catch the Rudy in this show. Uh, and uh, yes, yes. And if he references that is uh, Rudy is his uh, fake name that he, that uh, his real name is Brian, uh, the ice truck killer. That's what he goes by throughout the entire. So we know him as Rudy, but deep down, him is Brian. We're calling him Rudy. Um, We're calling him Rudy for obvious reasons. Yes. Um, this is my favorite season of Dexter. And um, this is the perfect season of Dexter. It's the most fun season of Dexter. And mm-hmm. it's 100% my absolute favorite. Nothing comes even close to being just the perfect Ooh. season of television. Well, sorry. Ah. In, the con- in, the, in the context of Dexter, there's better seasons of television. I'm just saying it. And in this perfect season of television of Dexter, it's number season number one. So number one's number one. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can't disagree with you, honestly. Like it's, it's, uh, the entire time you're, as, as soon as you watch episode one, if not episode one, episode two, you're set and you're in, in for the freaking ride for seven more seasons. Tonight's the night and it's going to happen again and again. Your mind now should do exactly as I said. Rudy is, uh, probably one of my favorite characters in the entire thing um i can give you my one later what we'll talk about but him and dexter they play off each other is so awesome and then like the other underlying like notion that he's dating dexter's sister the entire time and then like you in episode like four or five you figure out it's him and then for like two or three episodes you figure uh you dexter finally finds out or yeah finds out it's him so you get this underlying like theme of like Oh, what's like what's gonna happen next? And just waiting for it to like explode. It's so wonderful. You remember now? I have a brother, a real brother. Yes, uh, you figure out like halfway through. He's the ice truck killer, and then like you said, the, the the tension that we know, but Dexter doesn't, is fantastic because you're just like you're like, where's this gonna go? What's he trying to do here? Something deep's going on. The uh, the episode uh, where like Dexter's like biological father actually dies and they drive up, and then um, him and um, Dexter's girlfriend at the time Rita go up to clean up Dexter's like dad's stuff. Uh, Deb and Rudy pop up out of nowhere, and like the the season outside the episode prior, you figured out it's Rudy's the actor killer. So this entire time, you know Rudy's the actor killer. Dexter doesn't know. No one knows. But this entire time, you have this tense, and you're like. What's what's Rudy gonna do the entire time? But then he tries to befriend him because that's his long last brother. But you don't know that yet. That though too. So it's it's just great. It's wonderful. And what's even better when you revisit Dexter and you come back knowing this, like all the things that Rudy's doing behind the scenes to like hide, and he figures out things about Dexter's dad. But it's just, and I think it's it's implied right that Rudy kills him, right? Yeah, uh, at, the, at the end of the episode, uh, he pretends he's a cable man, and he ends up killing him. And then, like, the, the neighbor across the street is like, the cable man, yet they're going to fix my dreams or something. What the hell? Yeah, so at the end of it, yeah. Yeah, so it's really cool knowing that it's, um, it's, are, are Brian and, and Dexter the same dad or no? Um, 
I think so. I don't think they get into that too much, but there's probably someone listening in the comments going, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think we assume that, yeah. I'm assuming that, so so, so Brian kill, so Rudy kills their dad. Okay, I was wondering at this time, because I couldn't remember if it was apparently clear. You know what? I'm not, I don't think it's apparently clear. I don't think so. We might assume it, but he never, like, mentions it. That I killed, I killed, like, our dad. We never mentioned that directly. Yeah, no, he never missed that. That kind of that kind of falls up by the end there. But um, you hinted on it. Um, I know it's not fair to just say that season one is the best, but I'm doing it, so fuck it. I don't really care. But um, but but Brian and Rudy is my favorite villain, uh, and it's I know that it's easy to just be like, oh, he's perfect, but it's perfect because it's it's a family member. Dexter's one of the best themes about the TV show is it's all about family. It's about family, and that's what's so powerful about it. And because um, it's all about his mom and Deb and Harry, which you didn't mention in your synopsis. How dare you? Uh, Harry's like um, he's a, basically his uh, Jiminy Cricket, his conscience and kind of giving these things. So Dexter has daddy issues and mommy issues and sister issues and everything issues. So just having it be his brother and showing that they're both like monsters in their own way. And they're both just kind of these which gets deeper into the seasons later. Like they're both just kind of yes. these spoiled, rotten people. This is, is rotten blood of who they are. So I love I love it so much. And it's it's unfortunate that um you only have two episodes in the entire se- series where Dexter knows that Rudy is his brother and he gets to interact with him. You have this, the season finale oh. of one, and then you have that one episode in season six that they actually get to interact. And it's like, oh, how unfortunate, because it'd be nice to see them interacting. The, them two together would be the two be the greatest serial killer team of all time if there was one before like oh my gosh i love as you go through each season like in the beginning dexter holds harry on his pedestal like he is like the overall reason why who i am but then each season he progressively dislikes his dad or you realize he's like he's flawed so then uh it becomes even more daddy issues and then also eventually deb gets the same thing though too and deb treats it like even worse she's a kind of a little like bitch about it though so and what's even more interesting is as the series progresses you get less and less james remar you get less harry yeah harry harry becomes less active in his life because dexter doesn't hold him in the pedestal but yeah. what's what's kind of frustrating to me as a character of dexter is he basically is going through the revelations that teenagers have in high school that your parents are not no longer god and they make mistakes and they're not who they say they are so like he's like a 30 40 year old going through these obvious things which i get he's a serial killer so he's stunted emotionally and progressively but still it's just kind of funny how he just constantly goes through my dad's not perfect or like how old are you to think that your dad's like perfect <laughs> he's like a grown-ass man of course yeah but like he's like you mentioned earlier yeah he's like he's a psychopath he's like his brain's not all the way there and he's, he's just immature the entire time but would you say he matures throughout the entire like series um we'll get to this later i think in the first half of the series he matures to a point and then at a certain point in the show he literally just learns all the same lessons over and over again and that's why yes rewatching this this i was watching the the back half of the series i was really disappointed in it but doesn't matter we'll get to that later but yeah season one's pretty perfect i think it's kind of ugly sometimes like the lighting isn't really great I think sometimes it goes from beautiful, cool light shots of Miami in the darkness, so it looks pretty gritty. And other times, sometimes when Dexter's like got them in their in their plastic kill room, it looks like 
really ugly and cheap looking, but I think in the later seasons it'd look a little bit better. But the first season, it's it's not the cleanest look. Yeah, I, I didn't know if that was because I was I would go back between my phone and like my TV. But yeah, I, I, I see your point. But yeah, I, I, it's well, I think it's well shot for the most part, though. I agree. And then the acting overall, though, I think everybody kicks ass acting wise. Deb, I get, I get more annoyed by, it, but we, again, we can get more into that later, of course. Yeah, and uh, but from the acting point and from the writing point, this is the strongest season. And I don't know; I've never read um, the the novel or graphic novel. But Darkly this, Dreaming Dexter. Yeah, but as far as I know, this is the only season to actually kind of follow it accurately, and then they kind of branch off. But I'm not sure if it was the source material, super good. But from the writing standpoint, this is my my favorite season. Yeah, I haven't read it either. It's if it's not by Dan Rather, I haven't read it at all. So unfortunately, maybe at some point, I don't know. Why would you bother? Uh, I know, right? Dan Rather. He reports the news of the nation and the news of the world. But he's also the managing editor. And that's more than a title. That's a fact. The result? The fairness and integrity you've come to expect. The difference is clear. When you're watching Dan Rather, you know who's responsible. Dan Rather, the complete professional. Yeah, but no, I agree. Uh, um, it's it's up there for the one if one of the best ep- uh, seasons for sure so and then the the the, the, se- the season fin- the season finale is just so great like you said the last two episodes with them two interacting is so great Ugh. then the, their chemistry both is great and you just want to see more of them which eventually we get an episode in the quarter at some point yeah yeah season six um mm-hmm. last thing for general thing we move on um mm-hmm. just rewatching this is i'm laughing my ass off because um it's just like um it's so unrealistic, like the 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 uh, crime scene investigation stuff. Like it's, I just love how small evidence they make these huge assumptions about who the killers are, and from one drop of blood, Dexter can figure out everything. And there's and, 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 it, and it never falls apart. It's literally CSI Miami. Yeah. Like it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But guess what, yeah. fucking Dexter? Watch one episode of Cold Case Files, and that shit will shut that shit down because every fucking Cold oh. Case Files ends with. Um, so-and-so was released after appealing because DNA evidence was, wasn't admissible in court because fucking science doesn't fall all the way through in court all the time. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Yeah. It, it, but, and but also, by the way, how many times he's hundred percent accurate. It's the actual, like the person he's killing is like perfect. I'm like, okay, what if he fucks up? What if he fucked up and they just like, were like conveniently, just, oh, oh, that comes a problem in season three. Yeah. Season three. It was. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. But it was by accident, though. Yeah, but, self defense. Yeah, but, but 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 point being, it kind of ties into the whole Miami Metro thing. It's like it's like science. Yeah, for that sense, is not always one hundred percent accurate, and it just I love how he just goes on assumptions like, oh, uh, I hacked into his emails or I found a a knife in his house. Now he's a he's a murderer. I must kill him. <laughs> blood blood on bat must be him. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anything else for season one? Um, I don't. Th- think so at all um no i think i'm good i agree it's 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 not my top my favorite but i oh, think it's my uh it's my number two okay so your so your season one is number two okay season one is number two yes that is correct okay um let's go to season number two there and give us your synapses this season we the miami metro finds all these bags of body parts and they end up dubbing all these body parts uh, to one person. And they call him the Bay Harbor Virtue, which, of course, we know is Dexter Morgan. 
and they bring in FBI Special Agent Frank Lundy in to investigate and figure out who this person is because he's the serial killer expert. I think he's called an FBI profiler. Rita and Dexter, uh, his girlfriend, have it have several arguments, and then Dexter decides to come truth to Rita why he's always up late all night and all these interesting things are happening. He lies to her and says that he is a drug addict because he ends up killing Rita's ex-husband, who is in who is an ex-con, and framing him and going to back. Oh, he didn't kill him. God damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here comes Mandalorian all over again. He didn't kill him. He framed him <laughs> that he did drugs again and beat his... Per- and then and, and, uh, dis- disobeyed his parole. So then he goes back to prison. And the reader's like, where'd you get the drugs at? That Where'd you get the drugs? And Dexter says, oh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i a drug addict. And so then Dexter has to go to uh, Narcotics Anonymous, whatever. And he meets the lovely Lila, who becomes his uh, lover and cheats on Rita with. And then Dexter, and meanwhile, Dexter is also terrified because he's dealing with Frida's shit. And also, (laughs) everybody is getting closer and closer to figure out that the Bay of Harbor Butcher is also Dexter. So as he gets closer and closer, he starts to frame Sergeant James Dokes. Surprise, motherfucker. Who is a ex-military and very secretive and is never also like Dexter because he sees behind Dexter's fake coding and sees the fucked up individual that Dexter is. The season ends that Dexter ends up kidnapping Dokes into like a, a secluded cabin and then is it Lila? Yeah, it's Lila or Lila. Yeah. Lila. It's Lila, right? Sorry. My synopsis is so great. Lila ends up figuring out that Dexter or Dexter tells Lila that um I'm a serial killer, or I have a dark passenger, basically. And then Lila, Jesus Christ, um, figures out that he's kin- they kidnapped uh, Sergeant Dokes, and then she ends up accidentally killing Dokes, and then Dexter frames Dokes as a Bay Harbor butcher. Everyone's like, oh yeah, it must be him. He's Dokes is always secretive, he's militant, and yeah, but he's always, he's always against Dexter. It must be him. Wow. And then Dexter kills... Uh, Lila, in the end. There you go. Miami Metro just assumes anything. They assume fucking everything, and it just ruins people's lives. It's kind of great. And, like, uh, Lieutenant LaGuerta, who's friends with Sergeant Dokes, is, like, the only person that's on his side. And you're like, shut up, lady. Stop investigating. But deep down, you're like, she's right. Yeah. That's right, motherfucker. It's over. Jesus fucking Christ. You're the Bay Harbor Butcher. I really hate that name. Jesus Christ, man. You said that. I always knew there was something with you. But this shit? What can I say? You were right about me. I never held it against you. I don't know. Uh, since you mentioned LaGuardia, it's funny because in season one, she's a crush on him. <laughs> oh, dude. And then they forget like about two, it. For like three or four episodes. And then they're like, no, we're scattering, scattering that. It's like for the first half of the first season, kind of. And then they really forget about it because LaGuardia's got her own shit to do. I would have been, I would but, have been um, so happy if like he plowed her. I've been so funny. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, um, this season, season two, is my number four favorite. What is it for you? Uh, ooh, my it is my number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
This is my number four for one reason, one reason only. I love this season. This is used to be my favorite season, but rewatching it very recently, the season finale ruins it for me because it's frustrating that everything is tied up so perfectly and Dexter has to pay zero consequences for it. And it's very frustrating to be like, he gets himself into this unbelievable situation and gets out really easily with literally nothing wrong with him. Rita forgives him after cheating on him. Dokes takes the fall. Lila gets killed. And then everything just, it just all falls together. So this would probably be my number two, probably, if it wasn't for just how convenient the, the season finale ends. Yeah, and I think that it might, because again, we haven't read the books, but it might be because it's a book that's wrapped up so well, maybe, like so like conveniently, like you said. Because I, I don't know if they they go off differently on this, but yeah, I, I the the well, my biggest pet peeve was like the re, the the uh, the Rita one that she's so quick to forgive. I think that's it's also the hard part to it. you are watching this TV show is everyone is so oblivious to Dexter. It is either Dexter is a genius of hiding, or everyone's really stupid around him, and just kind of forgives him because he's Dexter and seems like a nice guy, which I think it's the whole point is serial killers seem like nice people. But it's also just really frustrating when all your side characters just don't have a single fucking clue that Dexter is obviously a serial killer and he's like tied into every serial killer every single season. They're just they're just just they're so oblivious. Well the only person was Dokes. Dokes saw past it easily, yeah. Yeah, but that's why Dokes is one of the best characters. Yes. Because he's he's an actual and equal to Dexter. He's both resourceful, intelligent, and like, um, and kind of a psychopath in their own way, and they're perfect. And then they kill him off in season two, and once again, like I mentioned before, uh, when a character that's killed off comes back, it's one of the best episodes of a season. So season seven, when Dokes comes back, mm-hmm. it's like one of the best parts of that season because Dokes gets to come back in because Dokes is such a perfect like mm-hmm. foil or like nemesis for for Dexter. It's really frustrating because. Um, there's these great scenes in the season where him and Dokes are sitting there talking about morality. And the hard part is you yeah. like Dokes and you like Dexter. So we, have, so we have to choose as an audience and Dexter not choosing himself and Lila just doing it for him and blowing up Dokes, like takes away all of Dexter's blame. And, uh. and it's like, Oh, but now it sucks. Cause you need to have a moral dilemma. So that case Dexter only makes a terrible moral decision in season seven, which once again he doesn't have to do. It's it's. I feel like the show doesn't want. It always takes away when it could really, really like challenge you as an audience. It goes, eh, I'm just gonna just gonna have a flash of penis right now. Just flash of penis. Flash of penis in a uh, room full of hookers. <laughs> I know. Like, I, yeah. it the it would be awesome if like the the, the season finale was like Dexter was. Stuck with this dilemma, like, is he actually going to kill Doak? Silk's still alive, and Lila, if Lila wasn't even like in the picture for that scene, it'd be perfect. It would, it would be great. Yeah, well, it it could be Lila's going to turn him in, so he's worried about that, and it could be they're all surrounding the cabin, so Dexter has to get out of there secretly and hide the body and still frame Doak. So there's a lot of things you could have done. Yeah, exactly. I just was to me, it was a disappointing ending. Yeah, and then they, he goes to Paris where Lila's at in the end and just strangles her. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, they they had to tie that in because they didn't want to leave her. That one is probably like, what I I think it's an ongoing like thing in this like whole entire like series is like they might have run themselves in corners and they're like, what the fuck do we do now? Which we'll find out at the end of season four. Yes. Mm -hmm. That which is a major problem. Um, Yes. 
we cannot talk about this season without talking about Frank Lundy. Yes, Frank Lundy. Let, let me some Frank. Frank in the morning. Is this a lion or a hippo? I think it's a lion. Tastes like a hippo. Animal cracker? No, thank you. What do you do for a living, Mr. Olson? I just lost my job. That's too bad. Do you have a girlfriend, Mr. Olson? She just broke up with me. Why, are you interested? Just curious. Now this is a lion. And what he's getting at, Mr. Novick, is that your client fits the four-point profile of someone who'd commit a vigilante offense. I think you're a ticking time bomb. You ask me, you just needed a reason to take the law into your own hands. And the butcher was the perfect excuse. Make yourself comfortable, Mr. Olson. We're just getting started with you. If I can be frank, I think he's possibly my favorite side character. Mm-hmm. I'm torn between two. I don't know. And it, it kind of ties with another character in season two, too. But we'll go to Lundy. I love Lundy. <laughs> Lundy is... Uh, Lundy is great. Lundy is an old, like, nemo- like an old serial killer hunter, and he like is on Dexter's trail. And there's a great scene where Lundy interrogates Dexter, and Dexter's met his match because Lundy's like a a veteran. He knows all these things, and yes. and you feel like it's some serious tension. Like, oh my god, Lundy's gonna get him. There's no way Lundy's just too smart. And then Dexter, luckily, and outsmarts Lundy and outsmarts everybody. But I love Lundy. Um, yeah, that, that scene where they're, when they realize that the Bay Harbor Butcher is more, more likely a, uh, mommy Metro or, uh, an officer, it's very tense yes. inside like the whole building. And then they interview Dexter and then Lundy is there just dogging him with like, so this has happened. So this happened in this case, uh, but you end up getting away. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like what happened here is, like, oh, I messed up with the blood and I messed up with the blood. And he's like, what'd you happen? I just I guess I had an off day. And, he, and then Lundy does another one, same thing that. Yeah, it's, it's a great tense scene. Lenny is a great way of, like, he's not, like, he doesn't look mad at you, but then, like, he's just like, I know you did, but it's fine. But kind of thing. It's so well, weird. It's like, yeah. he, he's, he, he's a grandpa. He smiles, and he seems very kind of nice, but then, man, he just turns, and, Ugh. like, um, I'm going to give the props to the actor. It's a Carradine, not David Carradine. Ooh, Which way Carradine different. is it? Yeah, so perfectly played by Keith Carradine, who goes from... Smiley happy to 100% like intense wolf coming at you. Wolf. It's perfect. Now, let's get into mm-hmm. the controversy. D- can you tolerate that Frank and Deborah are banging? Oh my god, that is one of the most biggest pet peeves ever. Ugh, it makes me cringe. I don't like it at all. When they, <laughs> when, when, they, when, they, when they kiss, I'm like, ah, god damn it. I would love to eat your toast. Fucking A. There's that mouth again. I'm sorry. I have a very filthy mind. You know, considering our age difference, you're not too old to spank. You're so turning me on. <laughs> okay, so is the problem because he's so old, or is the problem because he's so likable as a person, and him with Deborah doesn't make any fucking sense at all? Uh, it, yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. I, I, but I, I can see why she's attracted to him because daddy issues. Mm-hmm. But I can't see why he yeah. she's, he's attracted to her. Maybe because he's old, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she's different from the from the people I work with or I usually know," kind of thing. I just think he's he wants to bang some hot tail, and he's like, "Well, whether ladies in this show, I'm gonna bang some Deborah because yeah. uh, what's her name Candace Carpenter? No, Candace Carpenter's a singer. Jesus. Candace Parker. Is it Candace? Jennifer. Jennifer Carpenter is like banging, so that's why like he's like, mm, "I'm gonna get it." 
yeah. Good, good for Lundy. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> good for you. Good to for Lundy. That. What the fuck, Deb? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, and we'll find out later. Deb is the worst choice in men, or this is her best choice, but she has the worst luck in men. Yeah, well, I don't think it's her best choice, but it's her favorite choice. But um, I was watching this uh this season finale, and my wife walked in and goes, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot that they were." They're banging, and she goes, "Ew!" <laughs> just walks out of the room. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's this should have been everyone's reaction. Yeah, it, yeah. whatever. Like, mm. and also, I guess this might go under villain, but I also put her a side character because she's not always the villain. I love Lila. I oh, love Lila so great. much. She's great. I love it. She's um, and I love at the very ending when Dexter says like um. Dexter's dark side destroys Lila because when she figures it out, it consumes her, yes, and she yes, like, yes, yes, and, and, right and she just burns up because she she's also a sociopath. So like like it just like his darkness infects her and makes uh-huh. her worse, and she basically implodes. So like it's Dexter's fault that he kind of pushes her to that point because she's always you know messed up, but like he he takes the responsibility of I'm the one who pushed you too far. So I love Lila. She's um. She's a cold blooded bitch, and she knows how to go after Dexter. Yes, she does. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, it, it's like his his dark passenger is like her trigger, or like it like it's like her like venom, like if it's you, her drug. Yeah, oh, it's so it's so great. She's one of my favorite characters. How the fuck did you not make the connection, Dan? They're drug addicts. I just say drug. Ha. Huh. Um. Yeah. I I think uh, one of our questions later will bring will. We'll talk about maybe a little bit her, a little bit like more as a contrast to Dexter's lovers as well. Um, yeah. Anything else to add to two? It's number two. No, kills Lila. Um, I don't think so. No, I think that's it. Okay. Season three. All right. Season three starts off with Dexter trying to figure out another horrible person. As he's investigating somebody, he accidentally kills an individual, we're trying to find it, and it's not, the, it's not the guy that he was looking for. Turns out, that is the district attorney uh, of Miami's brother, Miguel Prado, who's played by Jimmy Smits, who's another great individual. Um, so he kills his brother, and uh, Jimmy, or sorry, Miguel doesn't know by it the entire time. And then, somehow, Dexter and Miguel Prado become like BFFs. And then eventually Dexter sh- shows him his dark passenger. He shows him he's a serial killer. And Miguel Prado loves it because he hates the opposing district attorney. Or what would you call Why would you say her name is? What's the opposing? She's a defense attorney for like, for, for like scumbags. For scumbags, basically. Thank you. Yeah. And so he hates her. And then he keeps mentioning, I want to kill her. I want to kill her. Because Miguel Prado starts to understand Dexter's dark passenger wants to do more and eventually consumes him and eventually Miguel Prado turns to the dark side and kills her without any probable cause because she's not a killer or a Pete or a doesn't doesn't meet Harry's code but she's just a kind of a, you can call her a piece of shit it depends how you look at it anyways and then uh it turns out there's another serial killer coincidentally that's um slicing people's like skin off and they call it the skinner and then De- eventually dexter has to kill mcgill prado because for killing um the defense attorney that ellen he hates well, oh yeah ellen wolf thank you 
And then as, after Dexter kills her, we t- figure out that Miguel Prado hired the Skinner to kill Dexter. And then eventually the, the Skinner gets killed, I think by Deb, I don't remember. And yeah, that's about it. It was self-defense. Thank you. I trust you, and I want you to trust me. Is it possible I've actually made a friend, someone I can trust with my dark secrets? Yeah. Um, this is ranked as my number two favorite season. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, I have it. I have number three for me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Number four. Four. Okay. Sorry. Okay, four. So the lower half. Um. Yeah, number four. Number four. I like this one a lot because it's not really focused on the Skinner. Like the Skinner is always there in the background and it kind of, it's a thread that keeps it going and it ties into like Deb um, getting a new lover that's more age appropriate, as she says, Anton. More diverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's boring as shit. He's like a sack of rocks. Yeah, and they, it. Yeah, he's not really exciting, but like, you know, he's more appropriate for her because like she's so high strung and he's so chill. So I, I liked them. And then she really gets gets rid of him immediately in season four. I was just going to say that. Um, oh, my God. It's episode one or two. is like, bye. Uh, but I like Miguel Prado. I like that um, yes. Dexter doesn't have friends. And that's kind of the whole thing is like like he has these coworkers that are Grey Angel, um, uh, Masuka, and all these people like think Dexter is their friend, but Dexter has no interest in them. But Dexter actually finds someone yeah. he wants to be around and has a friend. And then it literally just bites him on the ass. Like, like, like he just learns you can't let anybody in. Dexter has to be alone. That's the lesson that Dexter needs to fucking learn. Oh he never goddamn learns. God, yeah. But, um, that's what, that's but what, I love Jimmy Smith's. Yeah, he's great in it. He's probably one of my favorite side, side characters. Um, and like, is that, like I mentioned, my, my dumbass synopsis, like for some reason he's drawn to Dexter because he's smart. I don't know. It's so weird. But again, it's going off what oh, you said earlier. I know why. Why? Um, it's because Miguel Prado likes power and Dexter is basically like a garbage disposal. He can just do whatever he wants. He's basically, he says, Dexter says to him, you're, you're, you're going to use oh. me. You're going to use me to like do my own bidding. Cause yes. that, cause Prado is yes, all about yes, yes, power. Yes. So he basically, so like, sure. He pretends to be his friend, but Miguel Prado is even more of a sociopath than Dexter. He just pretends and lies and it's a pathological liar too. And he just uses Dexter's relationship to get him because at the even the very end when he's going to kill him he says he says like i understand you you can't kill me and dexter goes no i understand you like you're using me and then miguel immediately twists and turns oh, and says, i'm yeah. gonna fucking kill you oh, yeah. and then and then dexter says i killed your brother and then it's like oh it's a good moment where the last thing dexter yes. tells him is i killed your brother yes i have it written out it's one of my favorite like scenes of the entire like series it's so good and it's in, in it's in like uh the second last episode too I accept you, Dexter, like a brother. I killed my brother. I killed yours, too. Oscar. You. I didn't plan to, but it was kill or be killed. You! You killed Oscar! What did you say in your bachelor party speech? Friends are always honest. Friends forgive. But I don't forgive you. And I don't get to have friends. Yeah, and uh yeah, and Jimmy Schmitz does the perfect like balance of like goes from calm, cool, likable to absolutely anger, infuriated, uh. and screaming. Oh, it's it's great. It's a great performance. It's one of the 
it would be one of like the best guest stars uh. they have in in the series. But um, one more person uh, shines him, and it's obviously um, you know Quinn. Um, yes, <laughs> just kidding. Bitch. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's great. I love it. And um, and then Dexter's gonna get married. That's the the big thing. Is Dexter's taking a step forward. Rita figures out she's pregnant, so all these yes. things will be changing for Dexter. So Dexter's finding some normalcy, and then it all just fucking falls apart when uh, his best friend is just basically using him to take out the trash. Yeah, exactly. And like you mentioned earlier, like the entire time Harry's like saying, "Don't teach him the code. Don't do this. Like lie to him. Don't say this. Don't give him the full like code he goes by." But then Dexter like briefly would be like, "No, I'm going to." Um, this is a recurring thing called. Dexter doesn't learn because in the first fucking season, he teaches a kid the code. The kid kills himself. Shows Lila himself. She becomes fucking literally engulfed in flames, pun yeah, intended. Three. Uh, Jimmy Smith gets consumed by it. And then the next season, he thinks he can learn something from someone else. Can't learn. And then you know, this only works once. The whole time, it never works for Dexter. Everything he tries to do backfires and burns him in the ass. But he never fucking learns. It's always frustrating to me. Is like... Dexter never learns. Like you can go off, like you can, you can say it goes off by like, oh, he's he's still developing more because he's a psychopath, so like he's still maturing more. You could say. Sure. By the time we get to season six, though, I can't fucking believe that anymore. But I get it for the first couple of seasons. No, no, I agree with you completely. But even it should have been sooner. But anyways, it's it's a TV show, right? TV show or a book? No, Sorry, no, no. But... It's fine now. It's fine for now. By the second half of this series. It gets so infuriating that I was like screaming at the TV, but we'll get there when we get yeah, there. Yeah, of course. I completely agree. Yeah. But you mentioned this wonderful individual earlier. Joey Quinn is introduced. He randomly pops up. He's a new, not pre-detective or officer. I don't, I forgot. He was in Vice and gets promoted to homicide. Homicide. Then he gets promoted to homicide. Joey Quinn, who I do not like at all. I hate his character without a doubt. Uh, he's annoying. I, every time he... It, I got to the point in the later seasons where, like, you tell me you'd come on with someone else, I would just fast forward it. I'm like, I, I know what's going to happen here. I don't care. Yes. Um, he is under our list of questions and talking points. He's my least favorite side character. And because um, he's, a, he's a dirty, like, Bostonite with a stupid, dirty accent, and I hate him so much. Fucking but, um, Boston. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the actor who plays him, great job. But I can't stand your character. Desmond Harrington yeah. does a good job playing Quinn, but that character is unredeemably obnoxious to me, and I can't stand him at all. And whenever, like you said, he's on the screen, and whenever it has side plots of him that are not directly related to the plot of the story, I don't care. Like in um, in season four, when he's dating someone, he's not he's fine because his plot like follows along mm, yeah. with the story. It's fine. But when it's just like his side things by himself or him with Deb later, it's I just don't care. I just I can't stand him. It's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah of course. I piggyback what off what you just said. Like, yeah, you know, you, really good actors played really well. Just like again, it, I just don't really do not care, which kind of sucks. And like, it probably be even, it'd probably be even worse if it showed up randomly later. But like, it just drags on and on. It's just, it's the same stuff until then he finds Deb at some point. It's literally just annoying. Yeah, and I think it's also is he he's replaces Dokes as a homicide character, and he's so much more boring than Dokes. Like, it's just it's, it's it's not fair that his character is even compared to him at all. And I, I don't know any redeeming qualities he has. Oh no no no! You know um, what? You know one one he's he's actually good. He's good at a job his job when he has to. I guess the one thing I like about him is he's a gray area person. Like he breaks the law all the time, but he has this bullshit like 
thing saying, oh, you're the bad guy, but he's like constantly doing things that are against the law. But so whatever. I, I can't stand him. And so many times in the episode, I wanted him to crash his car into a tree and die. Hey, buddy. That's where I was yesterday. I was at a store. You want to take guess what kind of store? Clothing. You know me. I'm pretty into that shit. Got to come correct and all. But not yesterday. Okay. I was at a store helping a lady pick out a suit for a son. Know why? Because he'd be in court. See, the guy who killed his old man. Kid's first fucking suit. Something a father should be doing. Sorry. A little late for sorry. That asshole you let walk? Benito Gomez. Ah, now you get it right. You actually see what that fuckhead did? Thanks. That means so much to me. Why don't you hold on to those for me, okay, buddy? I'm sick of looking at him. Yeah, I'm like, ah. He didn't. I know. Unfortunately, he did not. He did, he did not die in the end of season three. Miguel Prado did. And the Skinner. Yeah, the Skinner falls off the top of a... Oh, Dexter cracks his neck and throws him off the top of something and gets skinned. It's awesome. No, the, the car runs over him. Yeah, but he gets fall, he falls off the thing and the car hits him and skins yeah, him. Yeah, 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 exactly, thing. yeah. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, so. All right, anything to add, season three? Uh, the way it ends, Dexter once again conveniently escapes because he was in... Because the, the Skinner was about to skin him more or skin him. And Dexter conveniently escapes. As the uh, the police are rushing onto that scene, another convenient. At the very least, Dexter uses reverse psychology to screw over the Skinner. So it's Dexter doing it, and it's him using his knowledge of serial killer to screw with him. That is way better than season two ends, where it's just Lila does it all, and it's convenient for Dexter. Yeah, for sure. Like a little bit more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and I think you mentioned this too. And we mentioned this in a text. She said that the Skinner is a great villain because it's like he's he is like oh. he's just subtle. There's, there's no monologues, and you, you mentioned how much you liked him. Yeah, I, I I do because like literally he just he's like I want my money. Just I mean I just just give me my goddamn money. It's all his no motive. Just give me my fucking money. That's his only, that's his only motive. Just yeah, simple plot, nothing, no like bullshit. It's great sometimes. And it's even interesting is like Dexter even tells him like he's he says he says like you know there's no money you're doing this because you're sick fuck yeah but whatever justification you have whatever I know you're gonna torture me anyways yeah and Dexter just just eggs him on it's perfect it's a great way to end it yeah it's like all the other killers I have like this like ritual they have like this thing they have to have in the back of their head no he literally just like I'll just give me my money I'm gonna torture you that's all just do it it's yeah super, I, I just want to cut trees. And get my money. That's all I want. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cut up um the black musicians <laughs> and Mexicans. It's kind of racist. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay. Let's. I, I I know where this is gonna rank. I can tell from your rankings. But let's go to yeah. season four. All right, season four, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't left yet, buckle your seats. Uh, alright, so season four. Uh, so the baby is born. Wait, wait, no, is it? Yes. Yeah, the baby's so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. How long can't... is Rita pregnant for? How many fucking seasons? No, no, sorry, yeah, that's right, okay. So, uh, basically the baby's born, name is Harrison after, you know, Harry, but no one cares about that crap. We are introduced to <laughs> the, uh, a serial killer, which is eventually named the Trinity Killer, who is played by John Lithgow. And the name of the character is Arthur Mitchell. He kills uh, three, uh, as we're first to know, three times, uh, three times in a given couple weeks. And 
and uh, eventually Frank Lundy comes back into the picture because he left on a different case, and he's back because he was forced to retirement, but so now he's independent, and he's trying to figure out who this person is, and he's trying to figure it out for decades now. So it's, the Trinity mm-hmm. Killer's been behind the scenes for so many years, and this is Frank Lundy's... Uh, what's it? What is it? The freaking whale, the big whale. Oh, Moby Dick. Yeah, Moby Dick, exactly. And so Moby Cock. What? Moby Cock. Moby Cock. Thank you. Uh, or Frank Dick. <laughs> no. Okay. What? Anyways, um, and so Dexter is also fascinated with the Trinity Killer, and he ends up finding out before Frank Lundy does that it's Arthur Mitchell. And we find out that Arthur Mitchell is just a family man, a Christian man. He's a big leader in the church. And Dexter wants to learn how is he how is he able to live a perfect life in the scenes and also be this complete serial killer, probably the greatest serial killer of all time for decades on. So Dexter finds out who he is, kind of be fakes who he is to him, gets close to him, but turns out he's an asshole to his family, and then eventually kills him. But before that, I'm backtracking a little bit. Um, oh my god, this season's very thick. I'm, Arthur Mitchell figures out that Frank Lunny's back to get him through publicity, and figured out. And speaking of publicity, Joey fucking Quinn. Um, starts dating <laughs> a reporter or a journalist um, that is covering the story and then Arthur Mitchell keeps following the story because it's him and then eventually Frank Lundy and Deb get back together again they start plowing again unfortunately and then the, and then uh, and then somebody ends up shooting and killing Frank Lundy and shooting Deb as well and we assume it's Arthur Mitchell but turns out it's the journalist that Joey Quinn has put his penis in but that turns out to be Arthur Mitchell's biological daughter what twist oh my gosh anyways uh thanks a lot Joey you put your penis in a, ki- a killer that Deb was uh hated anyways eventually you Italian fuck you dirty exactly during Italian fuck um, so Frank Lundy's dead, Deb's in the hospital, and then Dexter has to kill Arthur Mitchell, but then can't fight him for a while, and then Arthur Mitchell starts doing his ritual once again, and then Dexter finds him, ends up killing him, and then... Scene. Not. Because <laughs> Dexter, uh, Rita, uh, decide to go on, like, their honeymoon, quote-unquote, and then Dexter goes home to get some stuff and it figures out Rita's in a bathtub dead just like the first just like the first the cycle to Arthur Mitchell does. So Arthur Mitchell did a middle finger to Dexter before he died. And that's season four. First finger rev his ass. Mmm. Mmm. You told me you were troubled. About what? I did something. Let's hear it. Made a mistake. We all make mistakes. It's a big one. You're being purposely vague, Kyle. How am I supposed to help you when I don't know what the problem is? It's not that important. It's important to me. Why? Because helping someone is a good deed, and God rewards good deeds. But in order to help, I need to know the problem. That's how these things work. I really don't want to talk about it. You asked me, remember? That's why I brought you. Why don't we just... Tell me, Kyle! I killed a man. You killed someone? 
You, of all people, act appalled. There are few things harder to bear than remorse. Remorse? Guilt, remorse, it's what separates us from the animals. Your conscience is eating away at you. But you're gonna feel better. Confession is good for the soul. All the more proof I have no soul. Doing good deeds, scoring points with God. You and I are way beyond the point system, Arthur. The best deed I can do is rid the world of you. A little bit of the season. It's a lot, and there's a lot in that season. I realize as I'm trying to explain it. There's a lot in every season. They're fucking 12 episodes long. They're all an hour long. Yes. This is long, and it's a lot to get through. Yes, but this is my favorite season, as you can probably do a process of elimination, because, yes. Yeah, I figured it was your favorite season. It's like, I think everyone's favorite season, pretty much. It's my number three, so it's up there. But it's not my favorite season. But um, I I will say like after the after my first watch, I thought this is number four. Like my num- number four is my number one for sure. But then I was also tied between one and two after after rewatching. But I just did four because for me it's the most memorable. That's why. Yeah, it should be called the season of the twist. Like there's just so many yeah. little twists and things and turns and popping up and it and has the probably the most perfect ending to a season and arguably a series that ever happened on television yes for sure because there's like dexter nerd people who argue that like this should be the ending of the series and end right here because it's kind of a perfect ending but it doesn't it keeps going <laughs> and, and in my opinion the series goes downhill very quickly after this but uh my point being is it's a um, it's a phenomenal season phenomenal acting it's um, rewatching it. It's not as interesting because the twists are all there, and it's frustrating to watch Dexter just not do what he has to do, mm, yes. like literally go against his first instinct and try to find wisdom in Arthur Mitchell. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever when it's so obvious that Arthur Mitchell has no interest in helping uh, Dexter, aka Kyle Butler. That's that's my only biggest pet peeve about this season. I'm like, just I'm like, just fucking kill Arthur, Jesus Christ, just kill him, kill him. He figures out like season, oh sorry, episode like four or five, maybe even like six, that who he is. I'm like, just fucking murder him. You have so many opportunities to do it. It's it's the only it's my only pet peeve at this thing. But again, you get the dragon on. He wants the wisdom, but I'm like, it's like the ongoing thing about the whole series is like, just fucking do it already. Just do it, like, or just learn from your mistakes already, Jesus. But to the defense, like, it's just, like, it's perfect, though, because it's perfect writing that Dexter is starting a family, and he's overwhelmed and can't handle it, and then he meets a serial killer he thinks yeah. can handle it, and he wants to learn from him. So it makes total sense to this character. It's just frustrating yes. when it's, like, like when, like, obviously, like, we figure out the twist of who he is, but the cool thing is there's more twists. There's so many more twists and turns, so, like, it's not just, oh, someone's a normal serial killer. Oh, no, he's actually a monster. Yes. And uh-huh. then Dexter says, oh, but I'm not the monster you are. And it's like, well, you really, are you really better? Because by the end of the se- season, you're like, oh, shit, you're not much better. Yeah, you're not. There isn't really a, like a threshold besides like Arthur Mitchell kills innocent people that he's, that he, like, he's got so many like issues, mommy and family issues in his past. There isn't that much of a difference. Just again, at the end of the day, he's still, Dexter's still a fucking serial killer. So I guess for this season... What's your favorite twist of the season? That's a good question. 
I think the cliche answer is going because the ending, but I do enjoy that he's a complete monster that it's not in reality like he like he thinks it is. I like that. Um, there's also that twist like kind of, I briefly mentioned in the dumbass synopsis that his biological daughter is the journalist that Quinn's banging and then that oh you know what the number one is sorry just remembering again I do enjoy that like it wasn't him that shot Lundy Lundy dying was a big twist I thought that's the number one that's mine yes oh, that's sorry. mine yeah There's Lundy no dying twist that uh, I know Rita is shocking but when watching Deborah's face and like seeing him like oh yeah yeah but Lundy dying because we because we loved Lundy so much yeah and then later in the uh, in the interrogation when he's when she's talking to Christine um, Trinity's daughter uh, she um. She says like it like she's just like how could you like like uh like look in the eyes of the person you love and watch them die? I'm like oh, oh yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, hundred percent. My favorite is uh, Lindy Lindy dying. I did not expect that coming because you Deborah gets a nice moment of reuniting with her her lover and then bang bitch. Yeah, I know, right? Again, like there's so much to take in for the season. It's 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 so hard to like compre- It's so hard to like give like one summary over like just think about it like briefly. But yeah, for sure, like that one is. And, we, and again, like I mentioned, like we love Frank Lundy. Like the big Frank is awesome. We and then we grow to love him even more during this season. Besides him plowing Deb more. So okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh oh, what's the elephant? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to say it. It's John Lithgow's penis. Cunt. What the hell did you just say? You're a cunt. Fuck off, old man. Fucking pussy. Oh, would you say his, his penis? I don't remember if we do. I just, I just wanted to say John Lithgow, but we're talking about John Lithgow. <laughs> no, don't we see it in the, the scene? Oh, no, he's, he's, no he's, got his, he's got his back's turned. He's back turned. Never mind, in the shower. Because he, he turns on the shower. Yeah. Yes, John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. As uh, is, is he your favorite villain? Uh, favorite villain? Oh, man. This one I'm tied between with him and uh, Rudy. It's a toss-up. I know. Isn't it hard? It's a, it's, it's, it's a toss-up. Um, I wanted more of him, kind of, but it's kind of like a good ending. I'm going to go with, I think, Rudy, actually. It's probably my favorite one because it works with Dexter, but... It's interesting, like, how much we get of Trinity. Trinity is, like, introduced in the first episode, and we just get delved so much information. It's, like, it's almost to a detriment because I feel like his character is baffling because he goes from ritualistic to apologetic to... Remember when he hits the deer? He's, like, whimpering and can't even do it to an absolute psychopath wanting to kill his family to... And it's really strange, but I think the whole point is, like, he's just an absolute broken monster that you that just is so self-centered that he'll be willing to do whatever he can to just like keep his life the way it is it's just it's it's very terrifying but it's also kind of confusing that's why this kind of went lower on my seasons because i don't think the trinity killer is consistent but lithgow does it like you know pitch perfect performance yeah i think that's why it's up there like a number one for me because his performance is so freaking good and like it's like you mentioned that like it's like literally like a little like switch going off in his brain where it just goes from like perfect it's like the thanks the thanksgiving like scene where like kyle butler or dexter goes and like goes over just to like make sure everything's fine 
and then like they're just chilling. All of a sudden, like uh, the other team scores for the, the football game they're watching with Archer Arthur Mitchell's son, and all of a sudden he starts grabbing like uh, his hand. He ends up like breaking his freaking finger, and just like so happy to so like tense and crazy. Just like oh my god so good yeah just an absolute unhinged person that's yes. like i do what i want i follow my rules and if you get in my way i will literally just like take you out you're my christian household get the fuck out yeah you fucked yeah, up my car you son of a bitch yeah it's uh it's absolutely haunting to think like uh if there's a human being out there like that you know like like fucking like ted bundy who can like do these horrible things and then go on and live like a normal life with the yeah. girlfriend and it's like ah it's like what this is kind of after like, you know, a person that seemed normal, part of the church, and like, oh, what a great guy. Fucking psycho. And also, Hollywood, stop making 10 buddies shit, please. Oh, my God. Great season. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Rita dies. Yeah. Tragic. Okay. Uh, my wife and I watched the, se- the series together because she never saw it. This is the last season she watched because after uh-huh. they killed Rita, she's like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, everyone hated Rita, but you're the only person who liked her. <laughs> that's, that's a good point to mention, like... Yeah, I think she's annoying, but uh, it's it's Dexter's like opposite kind of thing. She is, and she's a great person and a nice yeah, person. Exactly. She has so little of Dexter, and Dexter can't do it because he's a sociopath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I don't have a problem with Rita, especially the actress Julie Benz is great, and it's they give her a nice little send off in season five where they have like a nice moment for yes. her. Yes. Yeah. But um, but no, she's a uh, she's naggy, but it's fair because Dexter is literally out to like midnight. Murdering people, and she's like, "Yo, we have a baby, asshole." Yeah, and two dumbass fucking kids that I had previously that suck. Oh god, we we made it this far without talking about him. I guess we can't not talk about him for this next season. Yeah, Ass Turd and Cody. Yeah, <laughs> your name is Ass. Your name's Aster, but literally, I call her Aster the entire time. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, there's so much we could talk about, but we got to keep moving here. Uh, we can mention it later. We can mention it. We can mention it later for the yeah. We're good. We can keep moving forward. Season five. Do you want to do season five? Do you want to start doing the synopsis so I'm not rambling for six hours? Uh, season five happens. Uh, Dexter deals with the fallout of Rita's death. Stumbles on a new um case of the Barrel Girls with a conspiracy that four white privileged honky ass people are killing these blonde bitches and putting them in barrels and killing them. And then one of the girls survives, befriends Dexter, and they go on a revenge killing spree. Uh, Deb is basically picks up the pieces for Dexter and holds him strong. Starts banging Quinn for no reason. And I think that's the important parts. My wife died and it was my fault. Your dead wife can suck my dick. That's the first human thing I've seen you do since she died, Dexter. I'm not better off without you. You're not better off without them. You need to go back. And then uh, Cody asked her to hate him, so they bl- they blame him for her his her death. Well, everyone everyone blames Dexter for her, her Rita's death because it's his fucking fault. Because Dexter, yeah. But okay, so let's get to this really quickly. The entire theme of this series is. Dexter is to blame for everything. He literally, yeah, because of his selfish nature, gets the two most important women in his life killed. Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. It's just, it's just like that's the ending. So when we get to season fucking eight, I can tell you how miserable this makes me fucking feel, and I don't want to watch any more Dexter ever again because you just feel terrible. But it works perfectly because the season series yeah. ended right there. 
It's perfect. Dexter takes the baby. They walk away. And he says, it's my fault. And it's all on me. You can end the series there and be fine. And people do. They don't watch any more of them. I think there's some redeeming seasons later. But um, the most interesting stuff is right here. Because after this, it feels repetitive. But um, season five, um, for me, it ranks my number seven. It's second to last. Wow. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of okay. That's fine. Okay. Where is it for you? Minus five. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. Five, you... No, what? Five and. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We could talk about this later. But yeah, for me, it's number five. I'm very, like, this and another season, I'm very, very iffy about. I might I might switch it, actually. We watched it, I liked it more. I could say that for sure. I don't have a lot to say about five. It's okay. not a bad one. Uh, Julia Stiles is good as yeah. Lumen. I like yeah. Lumen just fine. She's kind of. She's kind of closed off, and I like that. She's a little different than um, the other characters. Oh, it breaks off. Tra- it breaks off tradition like very quick. Yeah, for sure. I don't like how it ends where Lumen, you know, kills Jordan Chase and then fucks Dexter and then leaves. I'm like, oh, okay, they just ripped themselves out of a corner again. Um, and I think the conspiracy of these guys, you know, raping and killing these girls is really dark. But oh yeah, for sure. This not is not really interesting. This is for sure the darkest season, and I'm just kind of like, okay, this is kind of way too fucked up. As like this one come, I'm like, okay, this is way too fucked up because because they because it's five guys. Um, they like pick a girl and then like they rape her, they abuse her, they tie her up, they hit her, and then like they record it, and then uh, the main guy Jordan Chase, uh, he like eggs them on but he doesn't rape them out of whatever it doesn't matter then records them and then like do it it's like an annual like, annual ritual from like when they were like kids at camp so i'm like it's pretty fucked up and it's fat trying to fathom that like because you and i are somewhat normal individuals we just can't fathom that like there are people out there that would actually do this so maybe that's kind of like takes it out of like reality for me personally because like i don't know how people could do this it just it's just so freaking like dark yeah, and the, and the show is a dark comedy until this season. Like, the first season, if you rewatch for a season, it's pretty funny. And then slowly as the series goes on, it gets less and less funny. And this one's not funny at all, and it's not negative. I like dark shit. I watch fucked up movies all the time. I just don't think this is a very fun, rewatchable season. That's why it's towards the bottom of it. There's a lot of good things. I like the I like a lot in it. I like that this is where the show starts focusing more on Deb because this season becomes less interesting for Dexter for me. And I don't really care that much about Dexter less and less as the series going on. And Deb becomes more the focal point and I like it better, which we'll get into later. But I don't have much. I guess my least favorite villain would be Jordan Chase. I don't think he's bad. And Johnny Lee Miller does a good performance, but it's not that interesting to me, really. Well, he's also not even a killer, though, so you could probably not even put it in there. No, but he's, like, it's almost, like, worse that he's not because he gets off on it and he basically convinces his um, his jerk-off buddies to, like, just abuse these women. So, like, it makes him pretty, it makes him, like, the worst. No, it's Jordan Chase. Can I leave a message? Tick, tick, tick. That's the sound of his life running out. Take care, Lumen. And you know what? If you hadn't met me, you would never have known you had it in you. You used to just tower and cry. 
Yeah, I I'm just like I I think I'm just a sucker for like underdog and like revenge kind of thing. So maybe that's a little bit higher for me to think. But but again, it is dark. Like I was watching sometimes at work, and I'm like, all right, I probably shouldn't. Like I should probably turn down like the the lighting so no one walks by and sees this kind of thing. I don't think it's a bad season. I think there's only one bad season of Dexter. I just think I just don't think it's a fun season to rewatch, and this is the only one I didn't rewatch because. I remember it enough, and I was like, I don't really want to relive this one. And once again, it's not because I don't, I can't handle dark things. I watch them all the time. Just for me, Dexter is a more fun show. So reliving like the darkest season wasn't really my optimal choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure, I agree with you. And I think I think this one, and we'll talk about in a little bit. Like it, I'm tongue, I'm different between like which is a little bit. Yeah. I, I which one I prefer the over the other one after the rewatch. One thing that I. Did also hate was we what can briefly mention is that Quinn hires Robocop. Uh Robocop Stan Liddy. Yeah, Robocop, thank you. Yeah, Robocop. Yeah, hires Robocop to spy on Dexter because he doesn't, doesn't trust him for some shit. Yeah, whatever. And then like it, Dexter ends up or killing him and then there's a whole thing about that. And then Quinn gets arrested for it i'm like oh get him arrested he's gone get him arrested he's gone but no no he didn't kill and him. it's Whatever. even more annoying him. because it just ends with oh dexter's free oh quinn's free and once again they get out of this because and then and my favorite thing is joey knows that dexter got him out of it so then he just forgets that he's a serial killer it's it, it's mm. once again we're in a corner right out of it right out of it drop it that are alive you are coming with me <laughs> it's the this is the this is like literally the thing for like i mentioned like and when we're talking about season one like it's like you have they they literally like when they're writing this series they're like okay it's we're writing episode number 10 what what they do like what, what can we do that's like crazy let's do this let's do this and then uh episode one next season so how do we get out of this shit kind of thing or episode like last episode of the series like or season like what do we do uh i don't know fucking just do this kind of thing he always write himself in a corner every single series or season welcome to television hey hey don't you shit on, don't you shit on csi miami you son of a bitch i guess the only thing to mention behind the scenes is this is the season that uh, michael c hall which we haven't even talked about amazing performance for dexter he is dexter he makes a show uh this is the season that he's going through um cancer so he's wearing a wig yeah, I have a, I have it written down that like there's a big difference you can tell for like for certain things for sure. Which you could you, if you didn't know this going in, like you had no idea, or if you didn't notice certain things for sure. But then yeah, oh, I didn't notice the first time around. Oh no, yeah, neither did I. But then we watched it, you can tell. But then like if you, if you didn't mention it for sure, you didn't know. And also, him and Jennifer, what's Carpenter. her butt, were married. Carpenter were married and then divorced, and they still have great chemistry throughout the entire series. Yeah, because she's always yelling at him and saying fuck and ass and... Pretty fucking please with cheese on top. Fuck off. Fucking family reunion. What the oh, fuck are you doing? Sweet Mary mother fuck, that's good. And are you trying to fuck her or set her on fire? Fucking slap him. Pardon my tits. Fuck me sideways, listen to this. That fucking bitch. Put those away or I'll shove them up your ass. I want you the fuck out of here now fucking photo of every fucking crime scene. Motherfucking trim trees. Fuck you. You watch that mouth of yours. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Especially towards the next season. 
when uh, she gets very mad at him. Oh, yes. Speaking of which, season six, Dexter, um, uh, he battles with religion. The whole series, whole season's all about the religious themes of questioning good and evil and God and not God and what makes a good person. And while Dexter is asking these questions and going on in his life, um, there is a uh, doomsday killer who is reenacting kills from the revelations in the Bible. And we see the absolute best of religion uh, embodied in Mostef, now referred to as Yasin Bey, as well as the worst, which is Travis Marshall, a.k.a. Um, Professor... Eric James almost his name is Professor Gerhardt or something like that, I don't know. But the uh, point being is... Um, it's all about religion. It's very interesting how everything ties into that. Uh, this is my number six. Season six is my number six on my list. During the Middle Ages, it was believed that the outcome of nearly all earthly events was decided by angels, either light or dark. I'm quite certain that face I saw in the crowd was of the dark variety. Unfortunately, he's chosen to remain anonymous. He left no trace DNA, no sweat, no saliva, no prints. Despite his wish to remain hidden, I may find a way to yank him out of the shadows after all. I don't like the second half of the season that much, but I like the first half a lot. When um, Dexter meets um, Yasin Bey's character, he's um, Brother Sam, who kind of coaches Dexter and shows him that like, mm. religion is not just you know crazy people. It's people like finding a purpose, and it's nice. And then uh, when something happens to him, it also brings back our favorite character of all time. But... um. It's a I like the season for the first half, and then it gets less interesting mm-hmm. after a certain episode. Yes, I uh, completely agree. Uh, do you, you, you want to know what this is on my list? There's no way it's eight, is it? No, it's not eight for sure. Okay, it, so then, know, so then it's, it's got to be five, or it's got to be six, then, right? It's seven. Uh, okay, that would make more sense because you're probably not a fan of this one. Yeah, it, you meant you mentioned it, like the, the latter half after like the big reveal that. Um, Professor Geller is not Edward James Olmos. It's actually, um, not Chad Hanks, but... <laughs> Colin. Colin Hanks, who, uh, I'll say right off the bat, does a great job. Like, I, I, I think, yeah, I like him in it, like, a lot. He's good in it. And just after that, I would just, like, after we watched him, I was just like, ah, that's fine. I don't care. Kind of thing. And I'm like... No one's this nutty to do all this, and I'm like, you do all these extravagant things, and no one catches you, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's a problem with serial killers and TV shows. I just think Travis Marshall is a boring character, and and the twist that he's Geller is the worst twist because it's not as interesting, and it just shows that like, oh, he's just gross. He fucking murders his own sister and murders that girl if he has sex with her. It's just, eh, it's gross. Yeah, that's what kind of got, got to me. That's what's lower on my list. And then I do really like um, Most Definite, though. I do. I wish he lived longer, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of a cool thing. He killed or interesting thing. He killed him, kind of thing. I like that he was like his like in, interpreter of the Bible and like religion and like, hey, just like it's not just Harry's code. Like this is a different code you can actually live by in general. So mm-hmm. I did like that aspect of it. And he teaches Dexter that people can change. And that's important to Dexter that like, oh, I, I, I don't have to be a serial killer. There's there's other way out there, which is all thrown apart and falls apart by the end of this fucking season. Doesn't matter. 
it's like different writers came in like halfway through. The tone changes though. I, I just, I just, that's why it's lower for me, kind of thing. I know it was Nick who shot you. I want to make sure he pays. Oh, tell him that I forgive him. You're wrong. I can't do this. You can. You don't know me. Yes, I do. I know about your darkness, but I also see your light. If there's light in me, I don't feel it. You don't know how much I want to hurt him. You need to forgive him. Just let it go. Can't live with the hate in your heart. Eat me up inside. We gotta find some peace in life. It ain't about him. Text if you don't let that darkness go. No, yeah, no, I get it. I just, I like the first yeah. half a lot. I like the connections. I like how all, it all revolves around yeah. religion and change or redemption. And then the second half fucking ruins that entirely. It's not as interesting. But it has one of, yeah. one of, the, one of my favorite episodes, Nebraska. Yes. In which, I was uh, going to mention that same thing. Nice. When uh, when Dexter, after Brother Sam is killed, he kills the guy who kills Brother Sam and then... Uh, instead of Harry outside the water after he drowns the guy who's standing there, Rudy, 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 Rudy's there Rudy. to welcome him like a brother again. Uh. We go on a road trip to Nebraska to go tie up the loose ends of the Trinity Killer. So it brings back some of our favorite seasons and characters. Brian Moser, my dead brother. It's been a long time since I've seen him. Too long. You used to love to play. Why the long face? Brother Sam doesn't know you like Brother Brian does. Wow, love, really? It's weird seeing you with a kid. Wouldn't it have been more fun to kill her than fuck her? This place would turn anyone into a homicidal maniac. If you could go somewhere else, where would it be? I've never been to Portland. It's a little predictable, isn't it? Isn't that where all serial killers go? It's the Midwest. Nobody locks their doors. This is the wishy-washy part of you I can't stand. Uh-oh. Bunny's mad. And I just fucking love this episode because he's just like, it's like, fuck it, I'm driving, gets a rental car. He ends up, like, fucking a random chick that works at a random buttfuck, like, in Iowa, like, like 7-Eleven or, like, stop-and-go kind of thing. Gets, like, steals her gun. They're shooting the gun as they're driving, away, driving off. I'm like, I love it. It's... I love we mentioned. I love Rudy. It's so great. And go and he goes to try to figure out if Tony's still alive. But it, but it ends up being uh, the son Jonah. So then like he ends up killing Jonah. It's great. It's a great episode. He doesn't kill Jonah. <laughs> he does not. the um, The whole point of the episode is that he doesn't need to kill. Like he can change. He learns from brother Sam instead of Brian or Rudy. He doesn't kill Jonah. He Jonah Jonah kills. Sorry, Jonah kills. Yeah, Jonah kills. Uh, yes, Dexter okay. kills the the guy who's blackmailing him over the pot, and but uh, but but Dexter does the choice to to not kill Jonah, drives away, and picks up Harry on the side of the road. So it's the only fun episode of the season, and it elevates it so much that it's to me it's above five. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah, but do we mention it now or next season recap? The end. Do it now. Uh, all right, so I got so personal story. I got fucked on the next 
this one and then the this one and also the next one's endings because this is when the Googles was very very popular and I just looked up like Dexter I think because I was trying to get the next season so where is that what popped up uh, for the end of this season uh, was the spoiler for it and it turns out the spoiler is Dexter kills Travis in the church that he was talking to himself in the entire time and then Deborah comes in to see them. That's how it ends. Maybe everything is exactly as it should be. Oh god. So I get spoiled so every time I watch it and I'm like I'm waiting for it like just show it. Just show it. I know what's happening here. So that could be also a factor of why. But also season seven, too. It's the same thing. So. You have, like, the absolute worst luck with spoilers. Like, you get fucked on everything all the time. It's the this, and then, and then it's also... What other freaking thing it Mandalorian is? Mandalorian happened to you. Oh, yeah, Mandalorian because of... Co- yeah, exactly. Mandalorian season two. That's right. I get just bent on all these. But, yeah. Could have had a factor, but... It's still, it's 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 still a good like well made episode. Everyone acts great, and it just, eh, it just flawed in the end. I just like didn't care kind of thing personally. So, um, I can I I fully understand like a, you know, just a personal vendetta against it. Anything to add for season six? For season six, um, no. I was hoping you wouldn't mention freaking that episode, but you did. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Season seven. I like season seven a lot. Um, Dexter is dealing with the fallout of Dev figuring out who he is, a serial killer. Uh, and then while this is all happening, uh, Mike, a character that's not important, that was mentioned last season, is killed. And then his death escalates the cause and effect of it gets involved with the Russian mafia. Uh, Dexter kills the wrong person, the Russian mafia. And then Ray Stevenson, who is a homosexual um, Ukrainian mob boss is after him so they have like a kind of cat and mouse you know nemesis thing going on they eventually have to team up for a certain reason that doesn't really matter and then dexter is um, being uh, hunted by laguarda figures out that via evidence that james dokes probably wasn't the bear Harbor butcher so dexter is dealing with his relationship with deb the ukrainian mafia and laguarda all on his tail and then it all comes to a head when the very end of the season Devis choose between sh- killing Dexter or killing LaGuerta and she chooses in my opinion wrong she shoots LaGuerta which leads to season 8 Yes, and then th- th- this is the other one I got spoiled on which pissed me off too as well and it, and, and it sucks because it also sucks because knowing that going in you like what the fuck happened so then like halfway through you're like oh god damn it kind of thing but oh yeah this season is up there for me i do i thoroughly enjoyed it like thinking more about it now and talking about it um this one is gonna be i think i'm gonna put it as five now and i'm gonna put number season five as number six okay makes sense this is my this is my strong season five it's the one the only one we agree on oh number two we agree on um i don't remember what we agreed on uh, well, no, no, I said this This, this will be the second one we agree on. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. um, I like this one a lot. Um, and the main reason is because it focuses a lot on Deborah. 
I like that oh, it okay. focuses on Deborah dealing with the absolute worst thing in her life is literally falling apart. Like she has nothing to hold on to and she is spiraling, spiraling and is wrapping and dealing with morality issues. And we didn't even mention my favorite character pops up in the season. Hannah McKay. Ah, ha, ha. So season seven. Do what you gotta do. She accepts both sides of me. The whole Dexter. Yeah, I love Hannah McKay, and I love all this. This is a really great season, and it focuses on Deb dealing with all these issues, and and Dexter falls in love. Uh, he has some com- camaraderie with uh, uh, Ray Stevenson with the, like the idea of dealing with love and how do you deal with love. So it's a lot about love, but and it focuses on Deborah because Deborah like thinks she loves Dexter in season six. So it's a lot of good things in it. There's so much to talk about. Don't have time to. All I'm gonna say is we went past this. And you forgot about it, and I, I bet you wish you forgot about it. But guess what? We didn't talk about Lewis. Oh, don't fucking mention fucking. That's all I'm gonna say. We didn't talk about Lewis for a reason, cause fuck Lewis. Yeah, this is the stupidest fucking side plot of all time. They're they're really like I I love Quinn compared to fucking Lewis. <laughs> I don't mind Lewis compared to Quinn, but um, there's so much to talk about. We don't have time for that kind of shenanigans, but I love it. This is where the series should have ended, in my opinion. Deborah should have killed. Dexter would have been a perfect character arc for her. Yeah. Never would have had to get season eight. And But I love it a lot. There's a lot of good things. Great performances. I love Hannah McKay a lot. And I love that like she and Dexter can't be together. It's perfect because they're both psychopaths. They don't. They can't be together because they will end up killing each other. So Dexter has to make the terrible decision yes. and chooses Deb over Hannah. And then in the end, that's why Deb chooses Dexter over LaGuardia because they always go family exactly. first. Yeah, and Hannah says, and says eventually, like we can never be together here. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then James Dokes comes back for episode twelve. Surprise, motherfucker! Yes, that, that I love, yeah, that's a good little like throwback. I love that too. Yeah, but you know, I love the Isaac uh, Serco story. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love them. I love the bar scene between them two where they're talking about like love and all this stuff. It's great. Yep. There's a lot of good like back and forth, good writing in this season for sure. I was annoyed with Lagerda first watch this last last one. I'm like, okay, like I don't blame her. Just going back to the Sar- Sergeant Dokes thing. Like again, first watch it. You rooted for Dex, but then like looking back, you're like, again, he's a fucking serial killer. You root, you should be rooted against him, the anti-hero thing. But then again, Deb should have chose her. It would have been. Okay, ending as a as a uh, for sure would have preferred this ending as opposed to season eight, you know. Yeah. But again, we would again we would we wouldn't be talking about it right now if it wasn't for the ending of season eight. So you no. know. But no, season seven's great. It's a solid five. Yeah. I almost put it above two because the ending of season two is so uneven. But I like season two a lot. But this season's pretty damn good. It's just at this point when I'm rewatching this, I'm just not interested in Dexter anymore as much. That's why I said, like, yeah. like for me, Deb makes his season interesting because Deb is tackling with the morality of it. So, just we're watching Deb spiral. We're watching her spiral. She's yeah. she's now lieutenant. She's always responsibility. Her life is just absolute falling apart. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because like now she's lieutenant, and then it makes it even like more like she the entire series is I want my my career first, career first, and then like the end of it, it's like oh for for the ones I'm choo- I choose uh, family over my career kind of thing so which which kind of sucks but is what it is but then yeah so the, again this is num- this is i think this is my number five i'm going to push down number se- season five to number like 
like uh, number six. So Hannah Han is the best. Oh, I love or, Hannah. Or uh, debatable. Oh, d- debatable. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Talking right now. Fucking out. Hannah over all the other bitches all day. Ooh, about Lila. I like Lila, but I like Hannah. You like Hannah? Okay. Because like she's crazy, but she's not out of her mind, and she's like she has all the good quality. She's all the best qualities of Lila. Yeah. But she's better because like she only kills when she has to, and she doesn't get consumed by Dexter's like you know darkness. She actually yeah. tames it for him. Yeah, I, I always picture them too. Like Dexter comes home from work, and she's working in the garden, and Dexter's like ah like. Uh, it was fine. Blood spatter. Someone did this and then so, and she's like, "Oh yeah, this this bitch at the, the market was an asshole to me and like our son, you know, kind of thing." And then like two weeks later, the the bitch at the grocery market's dead. Mm-hmm. Dexter's like, "Okay," <laughs> kind of thing. It's it's more realistic than Lila for sure. So yeah, yeah. okay. And I just and love it because it's like Rita who <laughs> Hannah's here. Rita who? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, no offense to Rita and the actress, but a prettier, younger comes along. So oh yeah, you know. way like way young. Yeah, uh, old meat uh, gets bad at some point, you know. <laughs> Anyways, okay, are you ready to tackle this season? Uh, I might need another beer or two. I can't let you go through with this. Shoot him, Tim. You have to end this. Shoot him. This is not who you are. You're a good cop. You're a good person. You're not like him. Uh, put him down. It's true. Everything she said. You're a good person. It's okay. My synopsis, it sucks. I fucking hate this season. This is the only season that I had to grind through. It was a fucking grind. It just was like keep pushing for it. And I think it like ruins Dexter. And not, not, just, not just the season finale. The season finale sucks my sweaty balls, but Tank. this whole se- this whole season is terrible. Um, the story is Deb's lost her mind after murdering LaGuerta. Miami Metro is boring. Dexter apparently doesn't care and has moved on. He kind of then goes, oh yeah, Deb's not talking to me, but his life is kind of progressing. Fucking, they just bring things back. They bring in a mother character in the case of Dr. Vogel. It feels forced and awkward. They bring in another Dexter protege with some spoiled, rich, like white privileged kid. Um, They throw Hannah back in there because everyone liked Hannah and they wanted to fix the season, maybe. Um... Deb hates Dexter, but then out of nowhere, she doesn't hate Dexter, and she's cool with him again. Um, and then it ends with vice versa. And it ends with absolute misery and nihilism. Deb gets punished for all of Dexter's asshole sins. So this the this the series ends with absolute nihilistic misery, and in a fun dark comedy, the best thing to feel is like absolute hatred. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd... Do you remember, do you remember screaming what the f- what the fuck like how at the end of this like uh ep- series? Didn't we watch it together? We did. Remember we wa- Remember we screamed like what the fuck? We I think we yeah we watched season eight. We both didn't watch it, 
think one of us bought it and we watched it together. And I remember. Yes. And we were pissed. And like, I I heard stories about how it ended. So I kind of knew the ending sucked, but I didn't know how bad it was. And then I remember us just going like, fuck you. Like, this is an insult. Yeah. It's literally a middle finger to your face kind of thing. Because the whole point of the show is to show that like Dexter can grow as a psychopath. He can become normal, which is the whole entire show. But at the end, it goes back to the same lesson we learned in season four. Everything I touch dies. So then Dexter's not a psychopath. He's just an asshole justifying his bloodlust. Yeah, selfish blood. Yeah, exactly. He's just selfish. And then it just ends with because Dexter is selfish and doesn't handle his shit, everything sucks. Like it, The point of like a movie or TV series is to have, have a character arc and at the end have a somewhat satisfying ending or like the person grow in some way and learn from their lessons. Nothing. No. No. Instead, um, the, the same thing that happens no. in season four... We learn again, except for now Deb has to pay for his sins and everyone dies. Everyone's everyone everyone's fucking dead except Dexter. Dexter doesn't have doesn't have yeah. the, the decency to kill the one person and he should be dead is himself. Yeah, it, it's I fucking dumb. The the side plot with the protege was so fucking stupid. I I, I didn't hate the the uh what's what's her freaking name? Vogel. Um Volgia, uh, I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her as much as you did. I hated it after, like, they did, like, trying to do, like, a little twist about, like, oh, this wasn't this person. It was actually her son is the actual, uh, brain surgeon. That's because they fucking, they fucking, like, ended it too quickly and they said, oh, we can't end it now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh my god, it dragged so fucking long. Like, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't mind if it ended, like, I wouldn't mind as much if it ended, like, just like that. But I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, end it. It's awful. I... I the only thing redeeming is they bring back Hannah and I like Hannah, but but she's she's not even there to do anything interesting besides be a babysitter for Dexter. Suppose Dexter kills her rich ass fucking husband. Ah uh, yeah, oh, whatever. He was Julian Sands and he was the um the Warlock. He's Warlock. It's fun eighties movie. If you've never seen Warlock, go watch Warlock. It's like it's like a terrible B movie, but it's got ideas for days. Just didn't know how to do it. He eats children. <laughs> I hate this season, and I could bitch about it, but I don't want to bitch about it because it doesn't deserve my anger. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And then you kind of br- br- briefly mentioned it how it actually ends the season. He, he puts Deb, who's in a fucking hospital, who's waiting a surgery, by the way, throws her into like the same place where he put all of his other victims. Oh, I'm sorry, he switched locations, so now the current takes it even farther away whatever anyways throws her in and then like the boat appears to be swarm into like the hurricane it's coming and then the last it fades to black in the last scene as he appears just like a lumber lumberjack just sitting there in front of a window and that's it that's how season ends it's a middle finger literally a middle finger it's like someone like kneel down is going like fuck you all the uh, the last season I watched before we recorded this was season one, and if you compare season one to season eight, it is a fucking difference. And I'm not I'm not against the series changing, but season one is fun and exciting. Season eight's a goddamn slog, and it's miserable. And like I said, I don't mind nihilism, misery, but Dexter was a fun show, and it ends terribly. And I don't want to talk about season eight anymore. They don't. They didn't know how to finish it. It's like a group of writers that said what what do you think is the best it's i it's just i think it's just a clusterfuck of ideas co- compiled into one and, and it became like 
like whatever is the best like way to do it, they voted on it and it was dumb. I think it was just yeah, they they didn't know how to end it like every single season and then this it just became worse. Yeah. Um let's go yeah. through our rankings one more time so we have them. My rankings are All right, yeah. Uh season 1, then 3, 4, 2, 7, 6, 5 and then obviously 8. Okay, so then mine's uh 4, 1, 2, 3, 7, 5, 6, 8. Yeah, so we had one together. Oh, we had two together. Yeah, if you have seven and eight, we have the same ballpark. Yeah, I just moved seven because yeah, I yeah, I liked a little bit more. Works for me. Okay. We're gonna talk season nine predictions. Hey Mr. Lindsay, Becca, Scott, go Hawks! This is my life. says season nine predictions all right so we've got two teasers coming that came out and then we get a small trailer and then a two and a half minute trailer that came out i did not want to watch the last trailer but i feel like i should have i did it by accident but i feel like i should have if we're making predictions and i did not like the trailer but anyways um the trailer seems more like season one it seems fun and yes that, it does so that's why i'm i'm excited for it the problem is, if season mm-hmm. eight is canon, then I don't know how Dexter doesn't kill himself because he's a monster and he's miserable and everyone should hate him. Oh, okay. If you follow the canon of the story, I think everyone just kind of ignores season eight and doesn't really think about it because it sucks so so many balls. But like, you you can't like Dexter if season eight happened. Yeah. So that yeah, that's you 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 kind of briefly like I mentioned to a lot of our questions first. So I think we should go with first is like, do you think they're going to mention season eight in a new season? Let's go with that. Oh, they're going to have to. There's no way they, they, they're not going to like retrofit anything and say it didn't happen. They're going to. Have you learned nothing? They'll have to mention Deborah. She's dead. She'll come back as either the new Harry because supposedly James Remar is not coming back. They say that, but it's kind of like Steve Carell in the office. Like, obviously he's got to show up. But James Remar is not going to be a big character unless they're just, you know, throw, it's lying to us, which is fine. I like surprises. Surprise me. But um, everyone thinks this, and I'm guessing it makes sense, that Deborah is going to be the new Jiminy Cricket for Dexter and kind of constantly remind him of why he can't kill. I guess it's kind of, it's a lot of things are kind of going together. Here. Yes. So, but, but, what about you? What do you think? I, I think the same thing. Uh, I, it might go into my predictions, but I don't want to. Just, just, just do, do it. Just jump in. I... There's... All right, so... <clears throat> the rules are broken. Fuck it all. Fuck it. Break, break. Fuck it all. We'll do it live. Fuck it. All right. All right, so if you haven't watched the... Oh, if you've gone this far, you, I'm assuming you've watched like the trailers. Okay, so... <clears throat> I think what's going to happen is someone's going to... Someone knows who he is to figure out where he's at. Someone comes looking for him. Because it's a fucking small town. He went to a small town. If there's a fucking serial killer in that small town... They're going to guess the freaking, like, the sex pervert that they know is creepy. It's a small <laughs> town. So someone does start doing things that's outside of the town that pinpoint to show that who he is originally. So it goes back to season one. Who's that? Lost kid. No bodies, no pattern. People don't just disappear. There's always a reason. 
If she's right, how many other victims are there? So I think, I think it starts happening. Deb, there's a there's a scene in the latest trailer, that's the longest trailer, that shows Deborah looking over a bunch of pictures. Dexter's in the middle of it. And I think it's connected to everybody around him. Like, who does he know that's gonna that's gonna try to that knows him that's gonna try to pinpoint on him? Mm-hmm. So I think Deborah's gonna be like the Harry, but also like try to help him figure out what's going on here, kind of thing. Because she, she's a detective, she's also a lieutenant, so she's gonna figure out what's going on here too as well. So I think it's gonna her be her role. You are a serial killer. You love that you're getting away with murder and you cannot wait to kill again. And then the fucking kid at the end, it's not going to be Harrison, it's going to be Cody, it's going to be uh, Rita's son. Because he's got brown hair and Harrison had blonde hair, right? Or, I, yeah. I don't know about kids. Do the, does there, I have four in Mexico, I don't never see him, who gives a shit. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't, I'm not sure if hair changes that drastically from it can. two or three years old to... Because the, Harrison and Hannah went to fucking Argentina, didn't they? Yeah, they um they call him Harrison though. Just saying they, they they say Harrison, so Dexter thinks it's Harrison. What are you doing? Are you Dexter Morgan? It's me. Your son. Harrison. No, no, he says Harrison, but it's con- in in con in like contextually it doesn't make it could just be editing. It could be like uh Cody be Cody could be coming saying like uh, where's Harrison? He's like Harrison. Well, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I don't think it's Harrison though. How about that? My prediction I talked to you about was maybe it's Brian's son. Maybe it's a Rudy's son coming. Like maybe Rudy had some illegitimate kid with with, with like one of the whitest trick killer hookers figured it out the truth. Kind of like you know Dexter and Brian figured out the truth, and now he's coming after Dexter. Yeah, that, that one's pretty okay. far fetched. But I was like, I was like, I'm just trying to think of the most ridiculous theories and throwing them out there. Yeah, I think it's too obvious it's gonna be Harrison, but. I don't know. They can, like, like you mentioned earlier, it looks fun. It looks interesting. I'm excited for it. So they can go in so many different ways. So it's, which is nice. So here's my prediction. Would you, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, what's your prediction about? I don't understand the trailers. I kind of watched them, but I didn't really want to watch them. I wanted to go in this cold. But here's from, looks like to me, but I've not really done a lot of back stuff. I know a couple things about characters, but that's the Bread We know Trinity Killer is coming back. I think a bunch of people, I think it's going to be a schmuck. Oh, Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know about that. Oh. Oh, son Sorry. of a bitch. Yeah, uh, fucking... Um, oh, I'm glad you told me. Yeah, Arthur's coming okay. back for some reason. Like, I think it's... I, I think the whole thing's gonna be just sort of like a... <gasps> what do you got? Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, um, go I think ahead. it's gonna be like a reboot of season one. I think it... But instead of Dexter being a killer, I think he's going to be suppressing his killing needs and Deb will be there to help suppress him. And the way he's gonna kind of let out his need to hunt something is the new serial killer in town. He'll be trying to figure out who it is. Like you said, Deb will help him figure it out. And that's going to be his, his way of getting out his need to kill. So I don't think Dexter's going to be doing any killing until maybe the end, maybe until he has to, but I think he's gone cold Turkey entirely and has to because of Deb's memory. Cause it's the only way you can justify D- Dexter not being a monster is he's suppressing it. He's learned to suppress it for Deb. Monsters welcome on us. I might still be a monster. But I'm an evolving monster. I don't think it's suppressing. I think it's finding 
a different addiction to replace the other one. So maybe it's he's, he's becoming like more protective to figure out who it is first, and so he's replacing the urge to kill with something else. No, no, no. I get that for the season, but I'm I'm saying the past ten years, what's happened to Dexter? I'm saying he hasn't, oh, he hasn't gotcha. killed yeah, anyone. Yeah. So so when the serial killer comes back, it it reignites the old thirst yes. he has. So instead of killing again, he's hunting this person to maybe kill them. Because like, yes, like that, that's his. Because like, kind of you said, he goes to a sleepy town, small town. There's no bad people. There is no violence. So then it suppresses the urges. But when blood comes back into the town, he's back on the hunt again. So do you think it's actual serial killer, like in the town, or do you think it's someone uh, framing him? I don't think they're gonna be framing him. I think they're gonna be. Uh, oh no, not, fra- not framing. Sorry, like, uh, like just doing it and then like giving him little clues. Of, like, I know who you are. I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be someone baiting him. I'm pretty sure it's. I, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a yes, reboot season yes. one where it's Rudy. It's gonna be him baiting him to come out and play type of thing. It's it's for sure. It's gonna connect back to Brian and Rudy somehow. It's gonna have to. That's why my theory. It's stupid, but it's gonna be Brian's son or someone who knows the truth about Dexter that figured it out. Maybe Harrison figured it all out, but. I don't know. I'm just excited because the tone seems fun, a little more playful. Yes. So I hope. Yes, yes. There's no way it'll be worse than season eight. You don't need season nine, but if you're going to do it, I guess it might have a way of bringing back all these old characters we like for some fan service. But if it ends, you know, not as miserably and they redeem Dexter as a character, so it's not miserable, I think it'll be passable to me. Yeah, that's like the worst case. As long as you don't fuck up how it ends overall, or like do something stupid, yeah, or like say like Trini's not dead, kind of thing, like like like, like that crap. I th- which I think the only way they could have got Michael C. Hall back is a lot of money, but also just like a chance to go back because even Michael C. Hall didn't like season eight, yeah. and he even has been on the record of saying. Dexter should have died in that cargo department, uh, cargo hold in season seven. So to get him back, yeah. and get, even get Jennifer Carpenter to come back to want to work with her ex-husband again, it has to give him all something to work with here. There, there's, there's something there that's bringing him back. You're exactly right. Yeah. So the the trendy thing, I'm that's that's news to me. I wish I knew that. Was it all my research I did? But I didn't do that much research. Do you think Jonah's gonna come back? Because it's Trinity. Jonah's not that important. Son. I think they're going to bring back um, Miguel. I think they're all going to be like like moments in his head of people like yeah. haunting him. I think it'll be Jim. I think it'll be <sighs> Rita that's going to come back. I think Brian will have to come back at some point in some kind of capacity. I think they're all going to come back. Mm-hmm. I think they'll bring back Hannah, McKay. I think they'll bring back everybody. I think they're going to because it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fan service. Yeah, well, they have to. It's just like if you compare it to Star Wars. Yeah, and this one's for the fans. It's what it is. It's a chance to to re go back to make more money for them, but also to like to fix season eight. So they're gonna have to address it, and they're gonna have to be happy and save Dexter's character because he. I'm telling you, by season eight, he's unredeemable, unlikable, and I can't stand him in season eight because he's just an asshole. So I'm I'm hoping that they yeah. they have a, a fun way of making him likable again, and then it's gonna be a mystery. It, it 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 appears it is because it, it, it again looks fun. You can tell it, the trailer looks fun. Like the way he's acting looks more. It, it looks more lively than like season eight for sure. You can tell. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, do we want to get into like the random questions we have, which we kind of hit on some? I think we hit, hit them all for the most part. Was there anything else you want to add 
first kill you mentioned kind of well i don't think he's gonna kill anyone until the end if he has to so that's my prediction okay yeah yeah i say in the i say mid-season or yeah i say mid-season he does is there do you do a season 10 or do you just do nine and done do you think, or do you think it's going to happen? It's supposed to be a mini series. <gasps> is it it's really supposed to be a one off? Oh, I did not know that. Oh shoot! As far as I know, from what I've read, is it's a one off. It's just a final revisiting of Dexter, kind of like the Twin Peaks thing they did. Was a Showtime did a few years ago. Just kind of oh, like one more, yeah, yeah, revisiting, giving the creators a chance to kind of, you know, end it how you want to end it. So, but he has to die, right? He has to. There's no way. I don't know. At this point, if they redeem him. It won't need to. Like, the end of season eight, you have to kill him. He's awful. I can't stand Dexter. He deserves to be alone and be miserable. But if they're going to make him smiley, happy, go lucky Dexter again, then then I can live with he does something to redeem himself to make up for death or Deb's death. But yeah, it, it just baffles, baffles me. What else could it be? It's a thing. Well, they could go the full, you know, Breaking Bad and, you know, make the full circle. Breaking Bad's different. There's a setup for it where it's like, there's people still out there alive, and you can do it. That killed Hank. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah, see, Breaking Bad is different, though, I feel like. Oh, it's way different in a lot of different ways. I'm just saying, for if you're going to go with... I, I just don't see anything redeeming enough to do that, though. That's why. I just think it seems as simple as if Dexter makes the right choice, if if he if he makes one good decision and decides to not kill, it doesn't redeem everything, but it redeems to a point of, like... He learned from Deb finally that he doesn't have to be the monster. He can make a, a proper choice. Yeah, it's killing himself. Or it could be the entire time he's a serial killer and he's killing people who are bad in this small town, getting away with it, and he's doing his own things and he has no remorse for Deb being dead. So, oh my god, oh the the worst ending would be like, oh, this is all imagined in my head, and I died and I died in season eight or season seven. No, like, like literally, like they say, like, oh yeah, he died in a storm. Like, he died. It just is all, it, yeah. The, the end of season nine is like, oh yeah, this is just to give you like a little teaser. Like, yeah, he he died though. Oh, we've been talking about the worst way to end it. That that would, that would be. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah, the worst way to end it. this would be, it ends with um, it's back in season eight, and, and Dexter just thought in his head a, a different alternative to his life, and he just drove off into the storm. Oh yeah. That that literally just be the absolute two middle fingers up the ass. Or he gets the electric chair. Or I'm sorry, the 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 uh, the shot gas chamber. Hey, if Def hey, if, if Dexter chamber. finally gets caught and arrested and has to pay for his sins, that's also that works for the character too. That one I wouldn't mind as much because like, yeah, it's fine. But then like yeah, a really good half of a series, a rough rougher seconds, um, part of the series, terrible ending. But now we get a chance to see to revisit Dexter. Any final thoughts, Dan? Um, you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I'm not. I'm pretty excited for it. You know, there's there's so many directions they can take this in. I wish I didn't watch that last trailer or they didn't show that. Like it's like Harrison kind of thing. But this this whole series in general, like they're bad in three hundred uh, halfway through the season, and then they have little spells here and there in the latter half, and they they they're close to the Hall of Fame. At the end, they're kind of think or they close to the MVP for the season. They're almost there, so we'll see. It's the last push for the month, so we'll see how that goes for season nine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, and we'll be back. We will watch the first episode of the new season. We'll come back um, and then 
Maybe we'll do something midway through in a finale. We'll figure it out. But we will be back to see if our predictions even possibly were close. And then we'll make more predictions that will be wrong. Uh, I will be doing a uh, live stream of each episode on my Twitter. And what's that one called? Twitch. Twitch, yes, of course. But no, of course not. But no, yeah. I, yeah, it'd be nice to do that. Our predictions are pretty sure they're probably wrong, hopefully. Be nice, but we'll see. And not in a not in a bad way. For sure. Well Yeah. Well thank you, Dan, for um for joining me on this very long podcast. Um can you please yes. um untie me and give me back my pants? Uh I have to go. I'm sorry. I have a bridge game under the bridge. So You son of a bitch. So that's Shane's problem. So Okay, well your issue, not mine. Can you at least just turn on showtime so I can watch Dexter? Uh, I can give you reruns of Friends on Hulu. No. That's all I have, sorry. Just kill me! Hulu's cheaper. Kill me now! Yeah. Nah, Friends is better. Kill me. No, 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 I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Sorry, the twist up, is, Sorry. I'm a serial killer. Oh, I guess okay. I could have said that. I'm a homeless serial <laughs> killer. You could, you could edit out the ferrets one. I, 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 I thought, I thought it'd be funny to be like, look, look at what the people you've hurt, Ron. Look at everybody you've fucked over. The only problem is this will come out before Scream. Oh, it will. Oh, dang it, son of a bitch. Mm, I think it's gonna come out before Scream does. I think I'm gonna edit this one first, actually. Okay, that's fine. You can edit that part out then. I'm gonna keep it in. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, keep, I always keep it in. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do this.